Thank you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Welcome back to Her Portion. It's Hannah here, and I am your host for today's episode. We're wrapping up this month's topic on doubt, and I felt like the Lord wanted me to share with you, talk to you about prayer. So in this episode, we're going to talk about prayer and how doubt affects our prayers. To doubt God is to not have faith in God. Romans 14.23 says, And he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith, for whatsoever is not of faith is sin. When we go to God and we ask him for something, but we hold this sense of doubt or hesitation to believe that he's capable or that he'll do what he says he would do, we're not expressing full faith, but rather little faith. Because we had enough faith to pray, right? But not enough to actually believe that God can. So we had little faith. Matthew 14.31 says, And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Jesus was talking to Peter here when he walked on the water towards the Lord. Do you remember how it went? Jesus told Peter not to be afraid because it was him who was there. He had nothing to fear and he could trust him. Peter stepped out onto the water in the midst of that storm, and when he looked around and noticed the wind, he was afraid. Matthew 14.30 says, But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And then verse 31 again says, And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Peter focused on the storm around him, and it caused him to doubt. Jesus told him, be of good cheer. Jesus is telling him to be joyful, be happy in the storm because the Lord, he was there. He was saying, I'm all you need. Don't be afraid. But when he allowed the storm to distract him, he began to sink. His eyes were taken off of Christ. And that is much like our prayer life. We will tell the preacher and all our friends and family that we believe God can do the impossible and we, see, we sincerely mean it. But then when the time comes to practice that impossible faith, we can often become doubtful. Like Peter, we trust God ultimately because we have before and we know that he can, that he can do what he says he'll do. But then when that storm of life comes, that storm causes us to look to our left and to our right. And what we see is scary. In our human nature, we begin to be convinced of why God probably won't do such and such or why it just won't happen for so and so. I mean, they've failed so many times, right? And you can fill in the blank. But God wants us to focus only on him. He wants us to look straight ahead. And he wants us to choose to let go of what we can see. When doubt creeps in, it kind of snowballs. It gets bigger and bigger until we just stop praying for whatever it is that we're praying for altogether because now we've convinced ourselves of why it just won't happen. Maybe it's a wayward child, an addicted loved one, health issues, salvation for someone you love. Whatever it may be that you're praying for, 
it's very hard to see someone have health issue after health issue and still pray for God to heal them. It's hard to pray for a drug addict who will be clean for a few months and then fall right back into it again. And then this cycle continues over and over and over again, sometimes for years. It's hard to pray for someone you love to be saved who seems so cold-hearted and hateful towards anything about God. Mark 11.23 says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Would you be able to pray for a mountain to move? and not have doubt in your heart that God would do it. I think I would struggle a little bit. So here's something important to keep in mind when praying with faith or praying with what we would call an impossible faith. We have to pray accepting that the outcome is going to be God's will, and that doesn't mean that we're going to get exactly what we want. We can pray for mountains to move and totally believe that God can, But he may see the other side of that mountain and the dangers behind it if it's moved, and so he may choose not to. We must trust in his will. So pray and ask with faith, but pray for God's perfect will. We must have faith in prayer, but we cannot assume that God is somehow obligated to give us exactly what we want just because we checked off the faith box. Warren Wearsby says that when we act that way in prayer, we're not having faith in God, but we're having faith in faith, meaning we're trusting that if we obtain a certain level of faith, then somehow we can make God do what we want him to do. And it just doesn't work that way. Remember Isaiah 55, 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. God truly knows what's best for us. We do not. We're not always going to ask, we're not always going to ask for the best things or the right things because we're human. But God still wants us to ask and have faith in him that he'll do what is best for us no matter what the outcome is. So lastly, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is Mark 9:24. It says, "And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief." I can tell you not to doubt and have only faith when you pray until the cows come home. But just because you know you should do that, pray with faith and not have doubt, doesn't mean it's that easy or that you know how. It's hard. We're human. In Mark chapter 9, this is the father of the possessed boy. Can you imagine what he saw from his son? Can you imagine his storm? All the reasons right before his eyes that he could look to the left and the right and say, no way. This is too dark. This is beyond help. He'll never be healed. Demon possession is scary. Foaming out the mouth, cutting possibly, growling, distortion, black beady eyes, and so forth. You get the picture. Imagine seeing that daily. Do you think it would be easy to pray and not doubt? In verse 24, this poor father cries and says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. What does this mean? It means he knew he could trust the Lord. He believed that he performed all the miracles he had heard about, but this one, this was hard for him. He had some doubt because of the storm. And so what did he do? He asked the Lord basically to give him faith. Did you know you can pray for faith? 
Think of this father and his son, and remember that when you feel doubtful over what you're praying about, take that to God. Tell him, Lord, I know you can, but I'm struggling with little faith. I'm struggling with doubt and unbelief. Please help me to have faith in you that is unwavering. Help me to believe without doubt. And I promise you, he will. So in closing, the two solutions are, one, pray and ask for faith and ask God to help you to get rid of doubt. And two, seek after God, search his word and read of him. And for a bonus, recall all of the wondrous things he has already done in your life. Remember them and be encouraged that he is still the God of miracles. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.